That's a turkey doing sandstorm. Fuck, we're good at this. Sandstorm is going to be in everybody's head now. Damn right it is. Oh, man, I love a good, good sandstorm in the morning. Unless it's in my fucking yard. Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 242. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to continue the Ark of Stockshaven by talking about the shitty Jorah and shitty Atali. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? The whole ton is going down. My chair... Yes, you one have, of those things. You have the sinker chair. Yeah, so now we actually look. I'm the short one, and you're the you're the tall one. Just like in real life, <laughs> we got some people to thank, stories to tell, a collectible Stonkshaven update to give mm. from uh, Brando Town. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're a source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very uh, much so, and. You have you you said a, a Brando update where you might have had to Ooh. offload some of your collection to <laughs> Fusion Games because you got wrecked. Now, yeah, you can do this. You can sell cards back to them. That's fine. You can't use CCO Fusion Five promo code when you sell stuff back to them. But like you, you opened up two collector boosters boxes and didn't get all of the singles you wanted no so if you are gonna buy singles or any magic products from fusion you can use it to save some money five percent off your whole order also never buy sealed product assuming you're gonna get the four the <laughs> the singles you want but assume you'll get one or two yeah unless like, you're me unless you need dragon's approaches yes i opened one just one although you, you can't even assume you're gonna get the chase common yeah is that a thing a chase common Dragon's Approaches. Dragon's Approach, yeah. It's right? a $3 or common. Lightning Bolt Brainstorm. In any set but Stonkshaven, all of those are commons. So, I th skewer the critics. Oh, yeah. Right? You can never assume. That's it. That's it. So, you... T tell us. Yep. Tell I, us. Because you, you actually got boned. And I called you out a couple times over the last couple weeks saying, like, you didn't actually. Oh, I sure did, But, but you did. I, so I did. Fill us in. This isn't a... MTG Finance podcast, but this is, I think this is important for people to know, to take, what's the word? To learn from my mistakes. I got mm. two collector booster boxes, I opened them up, didn't open any of the singles I was chasing, which is neither here nor there. The only things that I got for my decks, granted I updated 15 of my decks. That's pretty good. Yep, cosmetic upgrades, nothing that was really worth anything or that I would have paid money for. Oh, you said cosmetic earlier. That means like you got a cooler version of something. Yeah, like I got a cool foil you got a foil or foil one, or you changed like a regular foil out for like a showcase foil, like that. Okay. Exactly. Uh, like I, I got a new cultivate. This is cool. I got oh, yeah. the thrill of possibility with the cat on it. I've now that I've learned that that's oh. what that card is is pretty cool. So I just, I just bought a thrill of possibilities from Fusion with the cat. No, it oh, was like nineteen cents. Oh, you missed sure out. Sure save 5% using that promo code, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, after all that was done, I was left with this monster stack of cards. Japanese full art foils, fucking mystical archive foils, etched foil, Japanese mystical archives, Man, tons of rares, there's lands, there's nice. deans, there's all this shit, and... After I traded it all in. <laughs> it sounds like it's you're going to be rolling in money, surfing or skiing down a mountain of money like Scrooge McDuck. The amount of store credit that I received for all of those cards was less than one half of one box. Eh. So please go to Fusion. Use the promo code. Buy the singles you want. Learn from my mistakes and... Maybe avoid buying those collector boosters because, <laughs> oh, like at the best of times, they're not the smartest thing you can possibly open for your money. But in this case, oh boy, if you don't hit that tainted pack to that demonic tutor, oh, you're in deep shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple things. If you're going to play open flippy dot drinky, oh, hell yeah. You buy collector boosties. That's what uh, F.U. Lenny did. Shit, yeah. And uh, he, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play open flippy or whatever. And I like middle finger emoji on, on the Discord or whatever. Right. And uh, he opened up, a, I, was it a Japanese or was it a, a 
like a mystical archive. He got a demonic tutor. He got one. Nice. Yeah, super sweet. Super cool. Now, a couple things, couple things. couple things. Mentioned the Discord. Of course, benefit to becoming a patron supporter of Commander Cookout Podcast lets us bring you guys the show. Patreon.com slash CCO Podcast. Mm -hmm. Another benefit. Now, this is coming up soon. You noticed, and I, I only noticed since we started recording and I'm looking at the camera, you and I have the same shirt on. Different color same shirt oh shit yeah, yeah i got the og run you got the second printing yeah this is yeah you got the first edition shadowless <laughs> with the uh no oh. wait other sleeve other sleeve where it's spelled wrong see, see? We, yeah we podcasting professional professionals mm, that's right not included on our resume shirt making professionals <laughs> we leave that to the uh the masters yes mm -hmm. the point is we have a little bit of a poll out right now for merch that CCO Nation wants. And we want you to go there. Link will be in the show notes everywhere. Link is on Facebook. Link's on Twitter. Link's on Discord if you're a patron. And if you are a patron, I sent a message through Patreon Messenger to everybody. So check your email. Go vote. Tell us what you want because we are making it. And we yeah. just want to know what exactly you want. And we want to avoid stuff that you don't want. So go Vote, take the 15 fucking seconds and do it because we actually want to know so we're not like wasting everybody's time and money. <laughs> exactly. And we've got some stuff in the works and it is fucking cool. Yeah. We, I hate to toot our own horn like that, but it's fucking cool. I, I, I kind of tooted our own horn on the message that I sent out to the patrons already and, and said it's it, the stuff we're working on it's fucking cool. screams cco nation at the top of its lungs yeah and it's it's actually really exciting we both like it fusion likes it uh i think i think editor joe has seen it he'll he'll say yes or no on the screen if you're watching on youtube yep. which you fucking should be it's a good time yeah so lots of fun there lots of opportunity to get some new stuff coming up in the summer you're getting back into stores you're playing with your friends everybody's getting needles in their arms so it's safe and you can get some new cco merch we just got to know what you want so go and vote you know what isn't nice? I'm sitting in the sinking chair, and I like to tuck my feet under the thing on the legs. Oh, yeah. And now the chair has sunk so low, I think I'm stuck. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll switch in between recording sessions. Now, mention the patrons. Another benefit to becoming a patron. Benefit. I'm going to use the air quotes there. <laughs> Nicknames. The CCO nickname. People, people oft tell us, go nuts. Use your professional podcasting um, <laughs> expertise to give us the best nickname possible. Right. Before we do that, though, let's read today's commandy because we haven't yet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, here we go. I don't even know what it does. All right. So if you guessed on the pre-show yesterday, yes, stinky onion bag sacks of packs we cracks, if you guessed Uvilda Dean of Protection and Nasari Dean of Expression, you are entered to win. You are entered to win a booster pack. And Strixhaven stuff still in the mail. It's probably sitting in my mailbox right now at the post office. It's probably there. But if you guessed that from yesterday's pre-show, you're entered to win. We'll announce the winner on next week's show. We're going to announce um, last week's winner as soon as Brando reads it. Uvilda Dina Perfection is a gin wizard for two. It is a two-two for black two. Has tap. You may exile an instant or sorcery card from your hand and put a hone counter on it, or four hone, three hone counters on it. Three there we hone go. counters. Three let's let's hone pretend those counters. are counters. Let's pretend those are time counters. It just, gains. Just follow along, right? Yeah. At the beginning of your upkeep, if this card is exiled, remove a hone counter from it, and when the last hone counter is removed while it's exiled, you may cast it, and it costs four generic less to cast. Okay, so we suspend something with four time counters, and then it costs four less to cast yeah. when we want to cast. And then it. we still have to pay for it. Well, that's it, why it's, that's why it's shitty Joyra. Oh, there it is. There it is. I knew I recognized that somewhere. So go over to the other side. This card I really wanted to play in Norn the Wary, but I can't because it has a shitty blue card on the back. Mm. And it's Nasiri Dean of Expression, which is red, red, three for a four, four Ifrit Shaman. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of each opponent's library until the end of your turn. You may cast cards exiled this way if you spend and you may spend mana as though or any color to cast those spells. And there's more. Whenever you cast a spell from exile, put a plus one, plus one counter on her, them, it. Yeah, I don't even know what an Ifrit is. An Ifrit, I think, is an evil genie. I think. Uh, I'm not 100% sure the 
correlation, but they're a, I think they're either a type of or a uh, like a an antithesis to the genie. Like oh. if you happen to free to grant you a wish, a wish, it just punches you in the face and takes your soda, and oh. drinks it. Soda. Yeah. You mean pop? We're from Canada. It's yeah. pop here. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a cultural thing. That that is shitty Itali. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got shitty Joyra, shitty Itali, and speaking of shitty. Let's get to the nicknames. Okay. All right. Give <laughs> yeah, me the segue. Right, right. And insulting our wonderful patrons. Yeah, the people who help us keep the lights on. Fuck you. Yeah, very much so. Now, first nickname, first F-U, Sean Burlett. That sounds like Sean Burlesque. Ooh, yeah. Right, with Sean all the, Burlesque. With like he does the can can and one of those like big ruffly skirts. Yeah, lots of <laughs> lots of tassels <laughs> and lots of those really floaty feathers. Yeah. Or that faux fur that just flies all over when you try and wear it. Yes. I'm imagining I'm imagining Sean. I and I I've never seen him before. Kay. I don't I don't know what he looks like. Kay. But I'm imagining generic Sean. Maybe Sean Tabaris. Maybe Tim. Probably is. <laughs> I'm imagining Sean. In nothing but tassels, feathers, and fishnets. And fishnets and fur. Yes. Yep. Yes. Sweet. So, Sean Burlesque. Thank yep. you. Welcome and F you. Yeah, very much so. Next one. Unstable Mountain. This is a this is a screen name, obviously. I don't think his first name is Unstable. <laughs> I don't think his last name is Mountain either. No. I wonder Let's... if he knows the mountain. Mr. Mountain. Is that a what is that? That's a Game of Thrones thing. I never, I don't know. Which is uh, totally weird because I love Lord of the Rings. Well, if you want to just sprinkle some rape in your Lotor, I guess you like Game of Thrones then, hey? I, I hear the ending was really good. I don't know. George, what's his name? George R.R. R. Martin is a big fan of Tolkien too. They all are. And based like a lot of his themes of his story on Tolkien themes. Anyways. Neat. Unstable Mountain. I say we call him Ian Malcolm. Ian Malcolm. Because it sounds kind of like Unstable Mountain. And, as we all know, Ian Malcolm is the chaos Titian from Jurassic Park, famous for saying, that is a great big pile of shit, <laughs> while looking at a mountain of shit. An unstable mountain. Of shit, yeah. Yep. So there we go, Ian Malcolm. Thanks for being here, and... Uh, F you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last one. This is a returner. This is a returner. I remember the nickname quite well because it's my favorite pastime. This is Miles Mendoza. Nickname, Camgirl Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's not magic or Lord of the Rings, it's Camgirls. So. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I wish there was some way to just meld all four of those things. Magic, Lord of the Rings, Dragon Ball Z, Camgirl. Well, I'm... Honestly, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that Cam Girl and any of those other three things does exist. <laughs> I'm sure we could find those if we Googled it, but and don't. I, and I'm sure if you just went and asked, they'd probably be like, yeah, sure. There's fucking oh, yeah. nerds on here all the time. I, I, need, gotta, I need extra coins, though, if you want me to dress yeah. up like Goku. Yeah, like I got a Goku wig. I got a, <laughs> I got a Hobbit wig. Yeah, I got a like a glowing blue plastic sword. And oh, what, man. what would something be from? Uh... <laughs> I got a Hobbit wig. I'll wear it wherever you want. <laughs> no, I don't want that. <laughs> oh, no. I'll show you my Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> put that or thank. <laughs> oh man, moving on. Moving along. Moving, on. moving okay. right along. If you are interested in having your own or thank in whichever hole you'll have us in, yeah, Patreon.com/slash CCO Podcast. Now we got one more business item to take oh, care of. Shit. Okay. Last week's stinky onion pack of sack of cracks. Winner. I feel like I should distract you with a story or something to Dist see if I can distract get you from, from the pack of crack of sack. Ooh, oh, that's kind of alliteration. Shit. Yeah, well, it rhymes. Sure. I don't think rhyming and alliteration are the same thing, though. Well, you are the English major. That's right. Cameron Cooper. It's like if if that was a if that was a CCO nickname, he'd be like Cameron Airman Cooper from Basketball. That's not the guy from Basketball's name, but Cameron Cooper, you're the winner. If you want your pack. 
commandercookout at gmail.com. You send us an email, tell us that it's you, tell us where you live, or if you want to donate it. We've had a couple like donations. People are like, hey, yeah, just just save it, send it to somebody at Christmas time or whatever. So that's cool. Uh, nobody has to do that, but if you want to do it, you can do it. And it's it's a nice little gesture. Maybe somebody less fortunate in the nation, or we'll take it to a fucking hospital here for kids mm. that want a game, bring it to a school. Give it to Ginger Joe. He'll give it to somebody, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah All yeah. those It's your pack. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. You can even... Moving on. Yeah. Before we start getting back into... Yeah, yeah we've already been there. We're not yep. going to go back down that particular scary rabbit hole. That's it. Now... Should we should we talk about a deck? Yeah. Do we have any other business? I don't think we do. Looking at the show notes, um, you know what? I'm going to say one more thing before we get. And this is even magic related. Oh yeah. So people will like this. I hope. Okay. <laughs> now that Strixhaven has been released, everything's been filed and traded in. Mm-hmm. We're all just talking about what we've done with our Strixhaven cards. I am fucking pumped that there is literally nothing between me and Forgotten Realms, the set. Oh, is that the next one? I think so. Man, it feels like like just last month we were talking about that being next year. I know. Yeah, and there's... I bet you there isn't a single premium product in the way. There is nothing that's going to get between me well, I don't know. and my quasi-core set. Isn't nothing. there a product every month now? Pretty sure I said that, like, last year. Maybe. <laughs> But like, isn't there gonna be eighty-five secret layers? Yeah, that don't ship. We don't know that yet. Oh, I'll I'll get my gamble, Ryan. You just wait. Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't know if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't Modern Horizons come out? That's the joke, man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Well, it is early. Oh, it is early. Okay, so deck. Who submitted this monstrosity, Ryan? This deck, Kelvin Heaviton. Calvin Heavy Ton was too busy being a heavy ton to give us some custom categories. I guess so. So we got to go old school on this shit, we and we got to go... figure out what the deck does while yeah. we're reading the cards. You know what? I think it's going to be pretty easy. Like, by and large, I don't think we're taking advantage of the Joyra side. What is it called? It's called um, Uvilda, right? Sure. We're not suspending stuff and waiting four turns and then casting it for cheap. No, we're taking advantage of the. Uh, Nasari side, where yes. we where we exile opponents' top card and cast it for whatever mana we have, put a plus one counter on them. Yeah, and then, that's what we're doing. Then we're gonna beat face. Yes, and hopefully do cool stuff with the the cards that we're getting. For, yeah. yeah. So we want to exile stuff. We want to maybe have extra upkeeps. Maybe we want to do like. I don't know. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the creatures, because that's what I'm currently looking at with my brain. Creech, there's eight, and yeah, it's a good good old warm-up. We're going to start with Zaffy Thunder Conductor. Z- or th- what's the other name of it? Oh, shit. I don't know. I'll just read it. I'll read it, and we'll figure out what the other name of this oh. card is. Okay. This is a 1-4? Four? For four. I guess. So 1-4 four for four, Human Shaman. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery, scry one. If that spell's mana value is five or greater, create a four-four blue and red elemental creature toke. If that spell's converted mana cost mana value is ten or more, Zaffy Thunder Collector deals ten damage to an opponent chosen at random. So when do we get Zaffy Thunder Collector? Do you think she comes out and then <laughs> maybe partners with? I don't maybe know. she's in Modern Horizons too. Yeah, maybe. maybe that's the one. Yeah. So she's there for when we cast big spells. We have a few things that well, are... I, you know what? I, I think... Have, wait. There's I one think, thing that could be 10. Yeah, we scry. We scry all the time. And then we get four fours because a lot of our own stuff is really high mana cost. Sure. How about Sphinx of the Second Sun? Okay. Now, remember, at the beginning of upkeep, we exile our opponent's shit and we can cast it. That's it. That's what... That's what the fuck is it called? Nasari. That's what not Tali. That's not Tali. That's what Natali says. Yes. Okay. Flying six six for eight. Ooh. Oh my! At the beginning of your post combat main phase, you get an additional beginning phase. Okay. So, so that's an untap and upkeep draw and a draw. Yes. So Ooh. what's important there is we draw a card every we get, draw an extra card every turn and we get an extra upkeep. So now it's like drawing 
four cards because we exile all our opponent's shit. And an extra untap, which is also good because you can play all those cards you just drew. Yes. Shit, yeah, dude. Yes. How about Sage of the Beyond? Ooh, I like this. Spells you cast from anywhere other than your hand cost two less. Ooh. What that means is is when we exile our opponent's stuff and then cast it, it's cheaper. I like That's that. That's a cost reducer. I'm into now, that. that. That costs seven, but you can foretell it for like five. Or for two and then for five. So you can like still pay seven, but it's like down it's payment dumb. style. Yeah. Galazeth Prismari. Oh, this card is... This is a powerful ass card. This is a three, four flying dragon elder for four. And you get a treasure when it enters the battlefield. Yep. And all your artifacts tap to make a mana. So it turns all your artifacts into mana rocks. That can and that mana can only be used to cost instant and sorcery spells. Oh, that's okay. We yeah. got we got thirty five of those. <laughs> and he's got a sick mullet, making him an elder barge dragon. Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh shit. <laughs> People out there are gonna get it. Okay, they, they know who that is. Dreamscape artist. Dreamscape artist. You discard a card, sacrifice a land, search for two lands. That's like um, it's harrow. It's harrow on a dude. Yeah, in blue. Yeah, why not? Sure. We got dockside. Oh yeah, dockside extortionist gives you mana. Birgi, god of storytelling. Birgi, Birgi, you cast a spell, you get a red mana. This is going to allow us to use that red mana as it was mana of any color to cast our opponent's stuff and chain stuff together. Because remember, we're reducing the cost of those things, our artifacts give us mana, and now Birgi gives us mana as well. And if you combine this with that Sphinx of the Second Sun, you could like play a spell in your first, your pre-combat main phase, then tap out, get all your mana into your mana pool because it doesn't leave your mana oh, pool. Oh, yeah, Birgi mana go, doesn't leave your mana pool. And then go with mana. Just... You don't lose mana. It, that's energy mana. So you could tap all your land, put it all into your pool, go through combat, untap all your thing with Sphinx of the Second Sun, and then now you've got even more mana to play your opponent's shit. There you go. So that's pretty cool. Look at Brando breaking it down, giving us the techie plays. The other side of that is a cool horn that lets you discard a card to exile the top two of your library and you can play them. That's cool, you, too. You know what? That might actually be good because we're casting them from exile. Yeah. That that if we had some way to reliably like actually draw cards into hand and that cost reducing exile card, uh what was it called? Sage of the Beyond. Yes. And then just like one and two drop artifacts, we could chain our whole deck. We're not doing that, but you could do yeah, that. You, with this. That, that is a thing you could do. Pretty and cool. Last creature, we have a lab man. Lab man, it, when your library's empty and you draw a card, you win the game. Yeah. It's there it is. Sure. Let's do some... We just gloss over it. It's fine. Whatever. Fuck. It's a win con. Yeah. That's one of the ways this deck wins the game. Should we talk about some enchantments? Sure. Let's do some enchantments. Paradox Haze. Gives you two upkeeps. It's just straight up. Two upkeeps. You like casting shit of your opponents off the top of their deck? Two upkeeps. Very important. It's at the beginning of the enchanted players. You can enchant anybody's first upkeep each turn. So if you have two upkeeps, it only triggers on the first one. Oh. Yeah, never fucking knew that. That's that's I important. I just assumed that it gave me two upkeep. It's important because we have a second upkeep with that Sphinx of the Second Sun or whatever, right? And if you have jerk bags that are playing things with cumulative upkeep, oh yeah, yeah. fuck them up with a paradox haze. Mana flare. Mana flare doubles the mana of everybody's. Braid of fire. Cumulative upkeep. This is why we might want two upkeeps. Uh, yeah. Gives us red cumulative upkeep. Get a red. Of course, this does leave your mana pool as phases end. So you got to use that to play instants. Unless you somehow play an instant with Bergy and you save the mana, but that's a thing. Super don't care because Nasari, I had to look at it again, Nasari gives us our opponent's cards during our upkeep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we just, like, use that mana that we got from Braid of Fire to cast our opponent's shit. Dig it. Yeah. And last, last enchantment, Ass Foretold. Ask for toll. This card's getting expensive. At the beginning of your upkeep, you put a, uh, a foretell counter or something. Uh, put a time counter. Yeah. Time counter. Foretell counter. <laughs> yeah, fuck, sure. You know, time counter is actually relevant because in Time Spiral, there are cards that reference specifically adding and removing time counters. I was going to make a joke about just random fucking kinds of counters, and then I realized, oh, our commander just has a random counter on it. That could be a time counter. Yeah. 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 Anyways... Once each turn, you may pay zero 
rather than pay the mana cost of a card with converted mana cost equal to the number of time counters on ass foretold or less than oh so it's just yeah. like yeah it's been out for three turns you can cast a three two one or zero drop for free mm -hmm. a zero drop for free eh? <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> should do some artifacts yeah, there's lots. Can you, can you? We'll um, just hit them and hit we'll, them? if they're caught. Let's do, let's do like way back CCO episode 10 quick hits. Hell yeah. Thousand year elixir. Gives an activated ability haste. Strionic resonator. Doubles a triggered ability, right? So that, that'll double our, our Nasari's XL opponent shit. Yes, sir. Sol ring. Sol ring. Sapphire medallion. Blue stuff costs less. Ruby medallion. Red stuff costs less. Rings of butthearth. Rings of Butthurt. Butthurt. There it is. Yeah, yeah, I heard it as soon as you said it. Doubles um, activated ability? Yep. Yep. Primal Amulet. Instants and sorceries cost one less. Flips into who gives a shit because we're using it for the front side. Also, it flips over into a land that taps for any color and copies spells. Ooh, that, that's so it's, actually good. It's actually pretty good. Okay. Lithoform Engine. Oh, what doesn't this card do? Really? Oh. You're making me quick hit it? Yes. Copy an activated ability, copy an instant or sorcery, copy a permanent with a token. Oh. Did we get there? We did. Is it Signet? Is it Signet? Isochron Scepter. Isochron Scepter. Helm of Awakening. Makes everything for everybody cost less. Girapur Ori. Oh, I like this one. I play this card. I love this card. Each player may play an additional land on their turn. Cool. Sure. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, if that player has no cards in hand, they draw three cards. <laughs> <laughs> this card, so dang ass good with mana bond in my lands deck because I'll just play all the land in my hand, discard everything else, don't give a shit because it's probably not land. <laughs> and then at the next turn, I'll just draw three cards. Sick. Yeah, lands deck. Get your gear poor Auris with your mana bonds, yeah, everybody. Erratic portal? Erratic portal, yeah. This is one tap, bounce a creature unless its controller pays one. Crystal shard. Does the same thing except for blue or three. Chaos Wand. Oh, target opponent exiles the top card of their library, and we can cast it? For free, and then put the rest of it back on the bottom. Yeah, they, they exile until they hit an instant or sorcery. So it, it's like Cascade, but we have to pay for it, but we get it. Yes. Okay. Well, sure. that's right on theme, because we're casting shit off the top of their library. Yeah. And we're casting stuff from exile, so it's cheap. Right. Right. And we're putting a plus one counter on Nasari. Yeah. Don't forget, every time we're casting something from Exile, our 4-4 four, four commandy's getting bigger. Nice. Uh, he kind of looks like a stick bug, doesn't he? Sort of, yeah. A lightning stick bug. Is that fire? That I think fire. it's both. I think it's both. Sure. Sure. Last artifact, Basalt Monolith. Taps for three. Three, untap. Cool. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting include. Yeah, I'm not sure why that's in here. Usually when Basalt Monolith is in a deck, it's because somebody's comboing with it. Yeah, they're going in. Did we just it. miss it? Did we miss the combo? Did we not see it? We'll have to watch for We'll it. have to keep going. Okay. Let's do the Planeswalkers. One P-dub. And it's Sahili Sublime Artificer. Yeah, this is Is It Is It Hybrid and one for five loyalty Sahili. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you put a 1-1 one, one Thopter? Servo. Servo, because it doesn't fly. Yeah. Correct onto the battlefield and minus two is target creature you control becomes a copy of another t artifact target artifact you control becomes a copy of another target artifact or creature oh so we can make an artifact into anything we want so if, yeah. we, we, if we don't need that whatever lithoform engine and that's a bad example if we don't need that is it signet we'll just make it into something else and Hit somebody with it. If you need an ass load of seven dwarves real quick, <laughs> yeah, baby, Sahili. You play Sahili in your uh, Brutoclad seven dwarves deck? I sure do. <laughs> you know what? Now that we're there, now that I'm looking at that spell, spell, card, I might get you to paint Snow White's apple in her hand because oh. it's a seven dwarves reference. That would be, that's fucking cool. Right. I'm surprised I didn't you think could, of that before. You could go to the dollar store and just get a sticker. Like a sticker sheet for a dollar that has an apple on it. Well, if my money isn't any good to you, I guess I'll just <laughs> continue on to the sorceries, Ryan. Actually, no, let's let's do the sorceries you last. Shamed <laughs> you shamed me. shamed me. We'll do the instants instead first because they're a little bit more quick hittable. Oh, I love doing the quick hits. So let's hit them. We have Wild Ricochet. You copy something, choose new targets, and you 
misdirect it. Yeah, you redirect their spell and copy it. And you, oh, oh, that's a yeah. cool card. Twin cast. You copy it. Turnabout. You un you tap or untap all artifacts, creatures, and lands target player controls. We probably choose lands, and we probably choose us, so we can continue to cast and copy our opponent's stuff. You're probably right. Snap. That bounces, and then we untap two? Yep. Yeah. Seething Song. That gives us five red. Rewind. Counter, untap four. Reverberate. Copy. I had to go through all the vocabulary of fucking words. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Man, custom categories would have been really easy because it would have just been like all the copiers. Yep. All the removal. Yep. Fuck. Hey, right I guess that's why we ask for it. Kelvin Heavy Ton. <laughs> I really like the art on Reinterpret. That is really cool. That yeah, is let me neat. Look at that. Let me just g g g give me a second to appreciate this. Yeah, that's like somebody's hand. It's got like, it's got green bad wither bloomy magic coming into it and then it's got like blue and purple is it magic coming out prismari magic coming out there it is brando looking at it without his glasses on what oh, is okay. it Okay, this is this is the game right this yeah. is the game where brando reviews art and i try to guess the card it's an egg with a butterfly wing and a claw and a foot coming out of it <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. I like it a lot because it's colorful and swirly. I think the YouTube YouTube watchers are going to be laughing because it's like it's, it's a fucking hand. Is it a hand? It's a hand with magic coming out of it. Okay. Okay. What does it do? Right? I don't know. I have no idea. It's brand new from Commander 21, right? Yes. It's red, blue, two, instant. Counter target spell. You may cast a spell with equal or lesser mana value from your hand without paying it's mana cost. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. That ignores timing restrictions, right? Yeah. When you can cast creatures and shit, that's Does cool. that ignore timing restrictions? I assume so. This That card kind of feels like mana drain to me, except we have to do something right now instead of waiting till our next um, main phase or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. kind of feels like a four a four cost mana drain. I like it. I That's a cool card, yeah. Redirect redirect that just swerves something right you just choose yep. a new target also one of my favorite arts on a card because you can see that guy shooting a laser and then it goes around the room and just starts chasing him <laughs> that's awesome pyretic ritual that gives us three red prismari command oh how about you read down because i have no fucking idea it's an instant for red blue one choose two of the following things Prismari Command deals two damage to any target. Target player draws two cards and discards two cards. Target player creates treasure token or destroy target artifact. Oh. Does it all. Yeah, we'll probably deal two damage to any target and then destroy an artifact. Because we'll get a creature and an artifact with it. It's two for one. It's good. Sure. And I, you know what? I, I like actually seeing new cards in... Like, this is the Ark of Strixhaven. Yeah. And we've seen, if we count the commander card that we saw... We've seen, what, three, four? Yeah, three or four. Three or four. Maybe. So far, the dragon, um, Zephy, Thunder, Collector, Conductor. The Isn't Sphinx of the Second Sun new, too? That's from Commander Legends. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I like seeing the new cards find their way into decks. I, that's that's a good good sign, means, I guess. It means they're printing the, the right kind of stuff. I suppose, yeah. How about uh, Narset's Reversal? Oh, copy a spell, but then bounce the spell to its owner's hand. Neat. So they still get it, or we still get it if it's our spell, but then we get it again. <laughs> Yeah. Manny Drain. Hey, there it is. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is in my notes. One of the most expensive cards in the deck. <laughs> mana Drain. You counter a spell, and then you get mana during your next up, or sorry, your next main phase. Yeah. Yeah. That's a gooder. Insidious Will. Ooh. Blue, blue, two. How do you feel about the blue, blue, two, or the four cost counter spells? I don't hate them. Rewind is good because, like, kind of it's free, but you need four mana. Yeah. I, I don't hate them. I. When they have something else tacked onto them, as they usually do, I'm, I think I'm okay with them. So I think the gold standard is like Cryptic Command, where it's like four mana, blue, 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 one, counter a spell, do something else. Lots of times counter uh, counter a spell, draw a card is like what you do with Cryptic Command. Right. Just like, just like baseline, ground floor level Cryptic is counter draw. Right. Like there's Rewind, which is counter untap everything. There's the, the four mana counter draw spell right there's the four mana one that we just saw reinterpret now anyways there's insidious will it's choose one counter target spell for four mana you may choose new targets for a spell so it's redirect or misdirect or copy target instant or sorcery that's a good card that's a cool card you, but it's you, four 
it's because it's versatile. Shouldn't it cost three? You're paying for that versatility. But two mana to be versatile? Because you can only choose one. That's fine. This is good. This this the the words on that card are good, but the mana cost, I don't know. If this shit was choose two, holy fuck. You counter their spell and you get it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be. That'd yeah, be, you're right. Yeah. You can't choose two, or you'd have to tweak the words, and then the card wouldn't be as good. But it would cost three. And yeah. It's like then we'd be having the, the same conversation, but we'd be saying, "Oh man, that costs three, but it's not quite there yet, based on the it text box." It could cost four and do better stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fury Storm. That is copy a thing for each time you've cast your commander, right? It's you copy it for each time you've played your commander. So if you haven't played your commander, you get one Fury Storm. If you've played your commander once, you get two Fury Storms. Yes, and Fury Storm does copy a spell. Yes. This that's a good ass card because you know, like you're probably gonna play your commander a couple times. Two two or three times in a game, for sure. Right? Yeah, this thing's she's gonna die lots. I bet. Stick, I, stick I, bug. <laughs> I play a Tolly. I know how often that thing gets killed. Yeah. Frantic search. Draw two, discard two, untap three lands. That is a cool card. Dual strike. This is this is kind of a copy instant or sorcery, but it's copy the next one you cast. That costs four or less. Yeah. Which isn't a whole ton of 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 our sorceries. So essentially we cast this and then we cast a big spell and then we cast a copier. And because that's the one that costs four or less, that one gets copied. So we can copy our big sorcery three times, twice. Neat. So we get three copies of it. That's cool. It's this kind, of a, kind of a complex play line there to copy stuff because... It could just be fork. Yeah, but fork's like $1,000. Have you seen some of the, the ridiculous cards we're playing on this deck? Yes. There's no need to be here? Cost <laughs> lots of money? <laughs> yeah. Play fork. We'll get there. Dig through time. Dig through time. That's like, um, look at the top seven, put two of them into your hand, the rest into the bottom. Delve 700. D-SWAT. Swerve, but you control your commander, it's free. And counterspell. Counterspell. C-Mana Drain, but not as good. Moving on to the sorceries, Ryan. Now, yeah, did, we, did we get all the instants? Did we, we, is that all of them? We sure did. I hope that people can follow along if they're not watching, because a lot of that was really quick. But I think a bunch of that stuff is like people know, right? There's 20 instants. They all either make mana... Counter a spell or, or copy cards. a spell. Or, or draw cards. Or draw cards. Yeah, like okay. they all do that. That's what they all do in one way or another. So okay. Just, so just know that, everybody. I think the important thing to remember there, too, is most likely when you exile the top card of your opponent's library with Nasari, we can copy our opponent's spells. Yeah. Yeah. Which so is that's cool. that's important because. Because so far, I've only had one card that actually wins us the game. Apart from Natali. Yeah, well we've had we've had Zafai, which makes four fours when we cast big things. And sure. we've got Dockside, but we haven't or sorry, um Lab Maniac. Yep. But we haven't seen a way to like go infinite with it yet, right? Yeah, like we've got a lot of copy, a lot of doing stuff, but not a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. So let's talk some sorceries. Sure. Starting with volcanic vision. Okay. Return Target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. Volcanic Vision deals damage equal to that card's mana value to each creature your opponent's control. Then you exile it. Sure. Yeah, well, wait until you see the mana value of the <laughs> instants and source, or the, well, I guess the sorceries, sorceries that we're playing. Treasure Cruise? Eight. <laughs> Eight <laughs> mana to draw three cards, but really it's one. Time Spiral? Six mana. Ooh. To remove time spiral from the game. I'll read the card, actually. Each player shuffles his or her graveyard and hand into his or her library, then draws seven cards. You untap up to six lands. Mother ass. Is that the first time we've played time spiral on the show? Uh, I feel like it might be. I don't think it is. We've 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 played that card before. Okay. How about... Soul Fire Eruption. This one costs nine. <laughs> <laughs> Choose any number of target creatures, planeswalkers, and or players. For each of them, exile the top card of your library, then Soul Fire Eruption? Yeah, that's right. Deals damage equal to that card's converted mana cost to that permanent or player, and then you exile, the. they go back onto the bottom, right? Now you can play the exiled cards until end of turn. Oh. Your, your next turn, I should say. 
Oh, this card was confusing to me when we yeah. when we reviewed it in Commander Legends. Yeah. When we initially reviewed it, we didn't like it. And then some members of CCO Nation set us straight. Yes. So this is like, if they have 10 things you're targeting, you remove the top 10 cards of your library from the game. Oh. Do some amount of damage to all of those creatures and players. And then you have the option to play any of those 10 cards. And we don't until need to exile this card, right? Like no. when, when it resolves? Correct. So do we... Is there any way for us to make a whole shit ton of four, four blue and red elemental creatures with Zephy. Can we just make like a thousand of them or infinite of them and then target them that like target all of them with Soulfire Eruption to exile our entire, our own entire library and then win with Lab Maniac? Can no. we do that? We could. We could. But not in not the way the deck is built, but we could. Okay. We well, certainly that, that could. could be a potential win con there, Heavy Ton. Ooh. I like this next one, Seagate Restoration. That's draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand, plus one? Yeah! It doubles the size of your hand. Plus and, one. And then you have no hand size for the rest of the game. And it's a land on the back. Is it the... It's yeah, the, it's the bolt ETBs. Land. Yeah, it's a bolt land. It ETBs tapped unless you take three damage. I like this new this card. I like Rousing Refrain. Oh, yeah. God damn it. This has got an, a bunch of words on it, too. You add mana for each card in target opponent's hand right yep but it's got suspend five three suspend three for red one so you pay red one you wait three turns and then you cast this and you get mana equal to uh cards in opponent's hand here's the beauty of this card okay. here's the beauty of it you don't lose mana as steps and phases end that's fine for the rest of the turn which is cool and once it resolves you exile it with three time counters on it and then in three turns you get it again and then you get it again and again and again these, this card is cool. Oh, okay, cool. Cards like this are excellent. There was a cycle of them in Planar Chaos, I believe. There was like a burn spell and a fog spell. and a. They're cool. I like these. Yeah, there was a bounce spell or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You ever seen Pour Over the Pages? I have. Yeah, this is draw three, untap up to two lands, then discard a card. That's weird, but sure. I feel like this one... No, I guess it untaps lands. I was going to say you could probably pay Cathartic Reunion and then copy it, and then you just get to draw a bunch of cards. You don't have to discard as many. Or is Cathartic Reunion part of the cost? I forget how that card works. God, it's, it's an additional cost, so you have yeah. to pay it when you cast it. Eh, fuck. Mnemonic Deluge. Oh, yeah. This is the big one. This is the same cycle as um, Soulfire Eruption from Commander Legends. Exile target instant or sorcery card from a graveyard. Copy that card three mother-ass times. <laughs> They may cost the, cast the copies without paying their mana cost. How and much you, does that one cost, right? This one costs nine. Yeah. So we exile our soul fire eruption. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and we just target, like you put three of them onto the stack at the same time, and you just pick all the same things three times, and you just exile like the top 40 or 50 cards of your library. Yeah. And you can play them all. Mana geyser. Oh, baby. Just get red, yeah. all the red mana. That's how you play them all. Yes, that's how you do it. You get red mana for each tap land your opponent's control. Very powerful. Fuck, that's a good card. Jessica's Will. Oh, baby. Speaking of powerful card, you choose one, but you get both if your commandy's out. And our commandy's probably out. Yep. You get red for each card in target opponent's hand, and you exile the top three cards of your library, and you can play them this turn. Important to note for all you motherfuckers that think this doesn't work with Norin, it definitely does. Because what it's you have to control your commander as you cast the card, and you do with Norin because he goes away as you cast the card. Trigger on the stack, oh, sucker. It checks. It checks when on cast. Does it check again on resolution? Nope. Just checks on cast. As long as you had, as long as he was there when you cast the spell. Oh. So fuck. Because yeah. Norin, Norin's trigger would go on top the stack. It would resolve first, and then. You would resolve however I wanted it to, so long as I get both. But it works. Definitely works. Okay. And that's what's important to me, not to anybody else. So let's go on to Finale of Promise. Oh, baby. I love this card. This is red, red, X. You may cast up to one target instant and or sorcery card from your graveyard with converted mana cost X or less without paying its mana cost. If X is 10 or greater, you copy it? Twice. Oh. You copy each of them twice. So, oh, one instant and one sorcery. Yeah. So if and you've you, already yeah. mnemonic deluged 
and you've already soul fired eruption. You're going to mnemonic deluge and soul fire eruption fucking three more times each. Each. So you copy your your mnemonic deluge twice, and can you target the same card? twice no, no you gotta, you well, i guess because you, can, you need the card yeah. in your graveyard to target and i guess one of those also both of those are sorceries that's crap so yeah you could, you could do one of them in like a fucking and you know what mnemonic mattered. del uses oh. it exiles itself so it won't be in your graveyard unless it got milled there you can souls fire eruption and fucking copy it there so you do it four times yeah sure there now we're talking <laughs> now we're talking all right, Echo of Aeons. That is Time Twister, right? You you shuffle graveyard and hand into library, draw seven. That's right. All right, and it flashes back for three. So it's this is secretly a fucking mill deck, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, for yourself. <laughs> yes, that's the best kind. Brass's bounty. Is there any other kind of mill deck? Uh, <laughs> besides persistent petitioners, that is. Uh, <laughs> Brass's Brass's bounty is for each land you control, you create a treasure. This costs seven. Yeah. But it, it essentially it doubles your lands, right? Because yeah. you're getting a, a mana for each land you control. You know what else costs seven? Blatant thievery. Blatant thievery, baby. <laughs> for each opponent, you steal one of their things. Yeah. I'm down. Copy I'm, this one fucking copy three that times. One and steal all the stuff, yeah. Aminatu's Augury. This one costs eight. Jeez. Exile the top eight cards of your library, Whew. or 16, or 32, or however many times you copy it, okay? Mm. You may put a land card from among them onto the battlefield. Ooh. So you can do that for as many times as you copy it. It, it doesn't say like... Yeah. Yeah, like you can... Yeah. It, you just get a land as part of the effect. Man, this is the best ramp card I've ever seen. Until end of turn, for each non-land card type, you may cast that card from among the cards that you exiled without paying its mana cost. So you Ooh. literally just exile like the top whatever... And you get all the sorceries for free. And you get all the copy spells for free. Yeah. So you go like Soul Fire Eruption, and then I'm gonna copy it. I'm gonna do both those fucking things for free. Mnemonic Deluge for free. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. copy that one too. Yeah. Well you can't oh if you copy your Aminato's Augury and then you hit a Soul Fire Eruption and a Mnemonic Deluge, because oh, they, yeah. they both would see sorcery. So you go Soul Fire Eruption. Fucking mnemonic deluge. Yeah, that's that's definitely a magical Christmas land situation. Yeah, but that's where we live in the nation. Yeah, well we've got fifteen instants or sorry, fifteen sorceries, fourteen if you don't include Aminato's Augury. You're gonna hit something big like that. Yeah. And we've got twenty fucking instants that like mostly copy stuff. So it's not that magical Christmas land, is it? I don't think so. We're we're gonna hit all that shit, I think. No, and you know what's funny is is if you cast for free like a treasure cruise and you cop you you counter it with your own mana drain, that gives you eight mana, <laughs> and then you can cast your like your soul fire eruption from your hand if it's in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is how we live in the nation. That's fucking magical nation land right there. <laughs> all right, now. We got a couple lands that we want to talk about. Let's move to the budget section real quick. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Okay, so no surprise here when you hear, like, we're playing Time fucking Spiral and Mana Drain and shit. $1,181 deck. It's $1,200. Let's call it $1,200. And we, we want to, I just want to highlight that we aren't a budget podcast like we've been accused of recently. Like, it's a bad thing. And we wanted to... Like one of the reasons we chose this deck is because it's like it's specifically not budget and it's still really fun and really CCO Nation. Like, yeah. Like, rewind it thirty seconds and listen to the example I just gave. Yeah. Right, and it's not CEDH, even though it's playing like really powerful, expensive cards. Yeah. And I think that's important. Just because a card costs a bunch of money, it doesn't mean it's CEDH. Also, there yeah. are lots of cards that cost a bunch of money that are super fun, but they're a bunch of money because they're on the reserve list or. They're really old and too strong to be reprinted. Not every expensive card is a Dockside Extortionist or a Black Lotus. Th though, Dockside Extortionist, very good. And, yes. And in CDH. Truth. Now, l listen to this. The card, Time Spiral, 269 monies. Wow. The currency points. Whoa. Freedom dollars. The medallions, Ruby and Sapphire. $70 between those two cards. Crazy. Mana Drain, 65 Deflecting Swat, 30 Dockside, 55 Pool. Right? Now, get this. $210 goes to 
three land in this deck, and those lands are Ancient Tomb, which is a CEDH and a Legacy card. Yes. And also very good in Commander. It's an, it's an excellent card wherever you play it. If you have it, play it in a deck. It doesn't help that this is also the Masterpiece one that he has listed in the deck, which might up the price a little bit. Sure. The other two expensive lands, Lotus Veil at $65, and there is a Lotus Field, which is an actually better card, but because Lotus Veil is reserved list rare from Weatherlight, it's $65. Yeah. The same is true for Scorched Ruins, $65. We're untapping lands with our Snap and our Frantic Search, so I get it. Like, you can tap Scorched Field for four colorless mana. Ooh. And if you can untap that with a Snap, and you can untap that with a Rewind, and you can untap it again with... Um, with a frantic search, you can untap it again with a time spiral, and we can cast all of those maybe in the same turn. And one land has made us like sixteen or twenty mana. Yeah, that's ah, pretty dang ass good. Yeah, there's also some other ones that are surprisingly expensive. I just put one of these into a deck the other day and sold Devi ex excavations. It's forty bucks too. Yeah, and it's what the hell? Hey, like, I actually own that card. I me, didn't even know it was expensive. Me too. Yeah, mine's kind of beat up, so mine isn't worth forty dollars. But like. Some of those old cards, they just cost a bunch of money. Yeah. If if the the eight cards that I just mentioned were cut from this deck, you'd be looking at seven hundred, like six hundred and ninety nine dollars in savings. Dang. Eight, eight cards. Yeah. And you'd be looking at a four hundred and eighty two dollar deck, which still sounds like a lot, but it's mostly stuff that you're gonna have. Yeah. Lots of this stuff is easy to get. Lots of it was recently printed. Yeah, so that's fine. If we move to strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. And I want to start with the weaknesses. Let's do it. That that budget. That is a lot of money. If you think that you need a time spiral or those lands to play a deck like this, that's a weakness because it's going to turn people off right away. If you yeah. type in, like, budget Nasari deck, this deck won't come up. Yeah. Right? So let's what it, it is what it is. Yeah. Does it have too much text? Is it too complex to play? Are you going to miss the the dual strike, cast a big sorcery, then cast a little instant to copy it? Like, are you going to miss the the, the minutia of how to navigate the, the the words in this deck? I think that that might be, I don't, I don't want to call it a trap, but I don't think so. I don't think that that's as big of a, a stumbling block as you might think, as most of those things they're easy to understand and it's easy to get what they do and that nuance and all those things like you just talked about all come with experience playing the deck yeah you're probably right i i think i think for me like i don't i don't like all of those abilities and and text and all of those little finite things it feels a little bit fiddly like i have to read my cards over and over and over and over again as opposed to something that's just like cast this, do this. This is not a deck that you would want in all Japanese or Russian or a language that you don't either know very well or yeah. that oh, is known by know everybody what? else. In CCO terms, this is not a drinking deck. No, no, no it this is, is a sober not. deck. No. <laughs> also, going back to the budget and the words, and all that, when you really, really read the deck, we were stretching pretty hard. Like, the is the point of the deck? To mill yourself with a soul fire eruption and then win with the lab man, like it's pretty cool. Like it's cool, but what if your opponent is playing just crappy stuff? Like what if you're not? Oh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Like we talked, we we did my clone deck a while ago where it didn't have any win conditions. A while ago, like it's the other day. A while ago, it was like fucking four years ago. It, (laughs) it, it, It won totally on the back of what my opponents did, and this deck does the same thing. So is this a strength or a weakness? Because we, we, we usually call this a strength, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in strengths is where I had it. It's a strength in that it's super fun and makes the gameplay really interesting, and the game is the deck is never played the same way twice, but it's also a weakness in that if stuff doesn't kind of fall your way, because you're trying to copy instants and sorceries, not big, fat fucking creatures. Yeah. So you like the spell you want might pass you by or yeah you know what i mean you, you might not your opponents might not have an exanguinate or a torment of hailfire on the top of their library to exile with nasari yeah right and then you'll miss it yeah like you might this this deck could actually just sort of whiff well here this a little is, bit and this that's is, that's a bit of a weakness this is how we sum it up this is the podcasting professional professionals hit it lack of win cons yeah question mark yes 
There okay. is a lack of Wincon in here, and I really do think that the Lab Man should be a Thassa's Oracle. Oh. Just because Lab, everybody's on to Lab Man. Everybody knows like, it. Everybody's on to Thassa's Oracle. <laughs> but Thassa's Oracle, once it hits the battlefield, if you're going to win, you're going to win. I it's, suppose. It's a trigger. You can't, well, I'm going to draw a card with my Lab Man. Well, I'll fucking kill Lab Man. Yes. Right? And then you just lose. You know what? Whereas I... Thassa's Oracle, that won't happen. Going back to what we were saying about including cards that are powerful, CEDH staples, Mana Drains, Dockside Extortion, Thassa's Oracle, uh, Galazeth Prismari is is a card that people are talking about for CEDH. Do, does it get to a point, and this is my last weakness that I have written down, when you start to tune this deck up, does it get to a point where in casual circles people don't want to play against it? Yes. The, the, not not this exact deck and this arrangement, but this kind of deck that all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to I'm going to print this other thing. Oh, I'm going to play dramatic reversal now because I want to untap my my lotus field more. But yeah. oh, I'm also playing dockside extortionist and I'm playing Isochron scepter and I'm you know what? I'm going to side out that that unwind and I'm going to put in cryptic command cuz it's a little bit better, right? And all yeah. of a sudden You've got a deck that's A, very fiddly, complex, hard to play, leads to long turns if you're comboing, fringe CEDH based on the density of like very high powerful cards, and all of a sudden it's not a casual deck anymore, despite being like fucking janky mill yourself with Soulfire Eruption, <laughs> right? You know what this deck needs? What does it need? Traumatize. Traumatize, of course. Right, there it is, right? This deck needs a goddamn traumatize. Trauma dang ass ties, yep. Let's move over to the strengths. Like, why you gotta be so fiddly with, with Soulfire Eruption? <laughs> Just fucking traumatize yourself and copy it, and then draw 25 cards, and there's your win. There it is. And you know who's gonna laugh about that? Everybody, because it's yeah. hilarious. Traumatize myself? Funny? 100% of the time. It's like, uh, it's like watching a video of a guy getting hit in the nuts. Yep. Funny. Every fucking time. Every time you see it. Yep. Okay, strengths. Strengths. Speaking of getting hit in the nuts. Multiple build paths. Yes. We outlined the CEDH. We said it's jank. You could do traumatized self-mill. You could do lab man. Like, there's so many different things a deck like this can do. It, e fucking, it's got two commanders. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, the deck does a ton of stuff, and that just, hey, makes it you, fun. Do you play the blue half of the commander no. to, to make your... No. no. Okay. Not ever. No. <laughs> no. Okay. The only time, the only time I would ever play the blue half of this commander in this deck is on turn three... Because I have nothing else to do, and I have my Fury Storm in my hand, so I know I'm going to get to play it, and then I just start swinging with that, whatever she is. Get her in there, get her killed again, so I can play Not Tolly, yep. and Fury Storm for extra. There it is. That's the only time. Sure, okay. It's the only time. I'm down, I'm down. Okay, could make very strong. We've covered that. That's a strength. Extra turns, extra upkeeps, fucking giant commander, Voltron. Yep. Casting other people's shit. Yeah, you could you could make this it's, real life. It's you cool. fill this with extra turn spells instead of all this jank, man, and you get extra upkeeps on extra turns. <sighs> well, then yeah, then you're playing the extra turn deck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Then so. you're playing a turns deck. Th now this is this is what we were talking about before in strengths. It scales well. Yeah. And because it scales well, what that means is like it matches the power of your opponent's decks well because you're using their stuff. Yep. If their stuff's bad. Yours is bad, but I still think it's a strength because it's a deck you it's can as good bring as anywhere. your opponent's deck. Yeah, you can bring this deck anywhere and play it to a certain degree, of course. But I think you could sit down at any casual game, play this, and have a really great game of Magic. That's what's important, and that's the that's the biggest strength any deck can have. There it is. Holy fuck! You yeah. hit it. There it is. Okay, spice calculator. Spice calculator. Forty-two of. What, what is it? Ah, Uvilda and Nasari's on EDH Rectaham. That is 34th among Izzet slash Prismari commandies. Puts her right below Malcolm Keen-Eyed Navigator partnered with Dargo Shipwrecker and right above Glacian Power Stone Engineer coupled with Togo Goblin Weaponsmith. So she's down in the dregs. Yeah, what the ass. They right? are in the shit. Not but, like any of those cards are really bad. But... But the combination of yeah. those cards is bad. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is kind of funny, and this is reminiscent of Joyra decks of old. Average converted mana cost, 3.85. 
that's actually way lower than I thought it was going to be. Because <laughs> when you look at average CMCs for Jordan decks, it's like five. Because yeah. they just play like Decree of Annihilation and Time Stretch and Omniscience <laughs> yeah. and Draco and all that <laughs> shit. Oh, man, we haven't. Man, Draco and Camgirls? This is like CCO circa 2018. Yeah. Man, that's, fucking, that's the best. Okay. Punch it all into the spice calculator. Punch it into the uniqueness rating portion of the spice calculator. That is cards different than the stock page on EDHREC.com. Ooh. Only 22. Only 22 different cards. Huh. I think a little bit that's a result of, like, being a new commander. Like, it, the, and, and the, the baseline of the deck kind of gets identified, right? And I guess the, in a deck like this, we're sort of playing the... There's a lot of just the best stuff, mana drain, deflecting swat. Lots of that stuff is just, yep. you want to have them in your Is It Spellslinger decks? And so here they are. Yeah. And and the other thing that I identified from the Utvili and Nisari or whatever the fuck their names are page was a lot like the Joyra page. There's big, splashy, like, time stretch, expropriate, uh, volcanic vision, all these nine and ten drop sorceries, right? Because you can cast them for free or cost reduce them. So 22 unique cards different than what was included on EDHREC.com's page. Punch it all into the Spice Calculator. 41.2. That's and pretty I, good. Well, I honestly thought we were going to be higher. I thought we were going to be in, in the 50s or 60s. Huh. Huh. Also no tutors. Also no tutors. This is a deck is that fun. could really... I think that you could run a mystical tutor in this deck and not have anybody be mad at you. Because what are you going to find? Like, what's the... You're not going to find, like, a game-breaking, game-devastating spell. Yeah. Because if you... Well, you'll find your fucking finale of promise and then pay 12 you know for it I and want? then pay two more to copy it. And it's like, what? Jeez, you know, I'm paying 16. Just let me win. You know what I think? I think that... What's the card that says when whenever you cast a spell, all players copy it? Hive mind? You hive mind. You need a hive mind. And then you mystical tutor to put an instant or sorcery on the top of your opponent's library, and then you exile it with Nasari, then you can choose what you get to cast. <laughs> That's what I think you want. <laughs> I think you want that. And then you can you can nix that lab man or Thassa's Oracle, and then you can just put in, like, the pacts. And then you have an alternate win con where you just, like, pack, 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 copy it a bunch of times, and then let all your opponents not be able to pay for it. And that's the hive mind pact combo. Ooh. There's a fucking deck right there. And then you're playing Pact of Negation, and more importantly, Pact of the Titan. <laughs> yes. Now we're talking. <laughs> yes. And Pact of Negation, really good card. Just like FYI. Yeah, right? just, for those really of you that. Good ass card. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, that's. Your ass already called somebody because you're listening to CCO. So that's a that's a wrestling <laughs> oh, reference. Oh, you didn't know. That's Come right. Listen to CCO. <laughs> Brando can cut the maddest wrestling magic podcasting promos of all time. Oh, thank you. I, 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 I you that. know what? I wanna I want sound bites or just like a YouTube compilation video of Brando wrestling promo cuts, <laughs> but they're all magic. They're Doll. all magic related, right? Like, I'll like, beat you like a stuffy doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't slam me so hard, I might have a butt gasp. <laughs> Man, I want Brando wrestling promo cuts for all of your magic decks. <laughs> that would be the fucking funniest video. Oh, the costumes I'd have to make. No, we'll just use the green screen. I mean, we'll go live on location. Is what I mean. Is what I mean there. I think it might be time, Ryan, for a card. <laughs> Of the, of the week, 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 week yeah week, 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 week. I, I think i know where i'm going i think that based on the fact that both of us totally underappreciated how sweet this card is and then in this particular deck we we saw it used to great effect as a possible win condition i think soul fire eruption might be our might be our choice for today soul mill myself soul fire eruption dot deck yeah a hundred percent that's where i'm going yeah dude there <laughs> we go think, to think i thought oh card of the week could be like galazeth prismari because i really like it selfish fuck no mill myself <laughs> for nine yes mana <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but you get to burn so many creatures out too it's so good don't care <laughs> <laughs> Soul Fire Eruption, you go over fusiongamingonline.com, CCO Fusion 5. They've got those in stock, every printing, every alternate art, alongside Volcanic Eruption from like Legends or 4th Edition or some <laughs> shit. You could get those too. 
CCO Fusion 5, you save 5% off your whole order. And listen to this. Secondary card of the week. 86 cents volcanic eruption. Okay. Okay. Destroy. This is blue, blue, blue X sorcery. So it fits right in already. It sure does. It, volcanic eruption fits right the fuck in. Destroy X target mountains. Volcanic eruption deals damage to each creature and each player equal to the number of mountains destroyed this way. That sounds way more like a red card than a blue card to me. I know, right? That that's just a that's a red card. Volcanic eruption. It's literally a mountain coming out of the water. But it's a blue card. Welcome to Magic in 1993, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I want to destroy my own mountains with this and make it worth something. I sure do. Yeah, I do too. I want to put that in Ralph, God I, of Earthquakes. I, I want them to make Valakut the Molten Sea. <laughs> Blows up islands. Yeah, but it has the same ability as Valakut the Molten Pinnacle. <laughs> and I want that in the deck with Volcanic Eruption, just to make no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get them both. You can get it all at Fusion Gaming Online. And while you're on there, after you've done listening to us, you can come back to the show, go into the show notes, and while you're on the internet anyway, you can click on that survey, tell us what kind of merch you want Ooh. for the upcoming Merchapalooza that CCO Nation is putting together just for you. Merchapalooza. Yeah. I like that. I do too. All right. Well, any other final businesses and or thoughts of the day? Final thoughts of the day from me. I think this deck is super cool. I think it scales really well like we talked about. I think it's a deck that's going to provide you with a super fun and intricate game experience each and every time you play it, which is the strength of any Magic deck that you'll ever play. And this one is especially, you're never going to have the same game twice as your only real winning game plan. It's something that's so insane. I think it would be fun just to try it over and over again, to be honest with you. And the one time it works, you're going to feel so fucking smart. You know what? I I've had one of those moments, the one time it works. I've, I've yeah. had that moment, and it is... Yeah, it finally worked. Yeah, it's an extravaganza of emotion. I finally did it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, a, it was a maze's end win, but not like fucking Golos maze's end win. No. It was like nat draw... 10 guilds. Yeah, 10 turns ten in a row, guilds. one yeah. land at a time. Fucking got there. <laughs> <laughs> Took me two years. <laughs> worth it though, right? <laughs> Took me two years just to draw that many cards. <laughs> it was totally worth it. Totally worth it. Just like this deck is, so if you got the cards, play them. If you don't, get them at Fusion. If you don't want to do that, replace the stuff that you don't have with other stuff. This deck's going to be lots of fun. I highly recommend you try it out. Thanks a bunch to Calvin Heavy Ton for sending this in. We very much appreciate it. Keep the decks coming in. We've still got a couple weeks left in the Ark of Stonkshaven right here on Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!